Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of the Shellheads podcast. I'm your host, Sergio. Along with me uh, is your other host, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sergio. Always a pleasure to be here. Is this a very chill Shellheads? Like none of it's, us, neither of us are hyper. Oh yeah, it's it's I, it's the end of the year is approaching. I feel like I should should like uh, edit in a, a crackling uh, fireplace. Ooh, ooh, that'd be nice. Under, underneath us, you know? Yeah. Maybe make some hot cocoa. Ooh, with some roasted marshmallows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just a real chill, low-key episode of Shellheads. How's it going, bud? It's going pretty good. Been playing a lot of PlayStation 5, catching up on stuff, getting freaking good deals and steals on games. Yeah, there were some 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 Black Friday deals that that I didn't I couldn't afford to hit up, but I hit up anyway, and I'm just in debt. So awesome. Uh, okay, what are we what are we talking about here? Uh, yeah, so we we're, we're the Shellheads podcast. We are a Ninja Turtles podcast. Um, we talk about Ninja Turtles, and as we said before, the year's winding down. This episode's probably going to be kind of nice and tight. Simply because there's not much news. Uh, what we're covering is probably not going to take that long to cover. But before we get to either of those things, we do have to do our due diligence and do the first segment. It's time to see what's in that bodacious box. So I think your bodacious box thing is directly tied to my bodacious box thing. Is it? Oh, it oh it 100 percent is. Oh, I'm going to have you lead because I'm very curious. Okay, so here's where I officially apologize. Oh, no. For uh, previously talking so much uh, smack about Super 7. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Um, I still think that their products are very, very niche and are you know cater to a very specific audience mm-hmm. and that is people who like the original you know action figures there's a lot of people out there yeah 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 that do but but those ultimate figures are really good oh so uh what made your heart grow three times uh today Sorry, uh, a, a a giant uh super seven ultimate figure sale at a uh, big bad toy store Really? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's still happening. It happened. It, I ordered them and got them about two weeks ago. So I've had I've been sitting on, on them for a bit. But I ordered. Check this. Waves one through four. Oh, what? Yeah, that is sixteen figures. Holy crap! Yeah, and with shipping and tax and everything, it came out to like four hundred and forty bucks. Good. God, man. Now, when you divide you that hard. Up, well, like my biggest issue with the Super 7 figures is they're expensive. Like 60 bucks a figure is way too much, right? Even a lot of the NECA stuff that's, this, you know, creeping up to 60 bucks. I'm like, I don't I, I want you, but I don't want to pay that for you. You know, when you average it out, they had them for like 28, 29 bucks a piece. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, so twenty nine bucks for most of the figures that I wanted. So I guess here's where I go through 
the uh, the ones that I got. Okay. Um, here are the ones that I'm keeping. Leo, Raph, Donnie, Michelangelo, Casey, April, Splinter, Shredder, Foot Soldier, Bebop, Rocksteady, Baxter. So okay. that's what, 12? Yeah, 12. 12 of the 16 I'm keeping. Uh, the other four that were in, because they, they were, they sold, they sold them in like batches. It's like here, here's wave one Buy wave one for like 120 bucks or a hundred bucks. Right. Plus shipping and tax. So I ended up with four figures that I am impressed by, but I don't want to keep. Uh, they were Mondo Gecko, Mutagen Man, and who was it? Um, 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 Muck Man and Joe Eyeball. The fourth one was tell him jeff metalhead yes sir which is what was in my box yeah when I, when all of them came in like i i was shopping i probably shouldn't do this I, I was shopping at like real drowsy at three in the morning going hmm if i buy all four hundred dollars of these i can get them uh interest free for six months and I can promise myself to sell stuff to cover them. So basically sell sense. stuff that I don't want anymore. That makes sense. To get the stuff that I do kind of want now. The figures are fantastic. Yeah. Like when I, when I open this up, like the, this little, you know, the designs on the box and stuff. Um, it's got Metalhead's face on it, uh, on the sewer cover. Um, which is very cool. Um, and then just looking at this thing, I was like, wow. Like he's chef kiss is, is a work of art. Um, I may or may not open it. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. Um, but uh, he's still like what? 30 bucks on the website. So of course I could get another one if I wanted and open That's it. That's true. You could, you could, you know. So, but it's, uh, yeah, so that makes, I, I still have my original and then I have the, uh, NECA animated one, um, and this guy. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I put them over on my, like next to my Ninja Turtle shelf and, and every time I sit down at the table, I'm like, oh, look at them. Just look at them. Look at them, man. Look at them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with myself on that purchase. I, I was really worried they were going to come in and I wasn't going to like them. I mean, that's that's a that's a pretty, you know, freaking good steal. Yeah. And a, a lot of them are still on sale. Yeah. Like you could get wave six for ninety six bucks right now. Oh, wow. Uh, you can get slash for 20. Like it's 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 hard to it's hard to pay 60 bucks for these now, knowing that eventually they'll probably be on sale. Yeah. Yeah, I might need to get Wave 5 that has Leatherhead and Krang in it. That's 99. Okay, I'm going to get off this website. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so, so that's what's in my box this week. Just a, just a bunch of, of Super 7 Ultimate figures and and regret. Not regret, but what, what's it called when you humble humble yourself? Humble Pie. Yes, it's Action mm, Figures pie. and Humble Pie. Nice. Or in my case, humble cookies because pie is trash. 
See, no. Let's do dis- disgrace pie like that. Just stop it. Stop it. I'm sorry. Pie is like bottom tier, man. It's bottom not. tier. To bottom you. tier dessert. Ugh. <laughs> so, so is that all you had in your box, Jeff? First, whatever. And yes. <laughs> I, uh, I, I placed my order or I backed the, uh, the palladium, um, RPG book. Yeah. So that should be, I guess that'll ship eventually, I guess. Uh, I yeah. also, I finally got the tracking number for my NECA turtle van. Ooh. I did yeah. not pull the trigger on that. I was like, nah, I just, I got the, I got the original. Well, I got the reissue, the first reissue. And I'm like, nah, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. I, uh, that one, I, I hope will be here in a few days because it's, th- th- we've been waiting, I think years for it. Maybe years. Yeah. Year or two, maybe something like that. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, what's our next segment? And now. It's time for Secret of the News. The cool sounds of the news. Yeah. So weird we're not hyped up and just on (laughs) all the caffeine and just mellow time. Just let the news wash over you, Jeff. Indeed. What little of it there is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's true uh i guess let's jump into it while we're talking about ultimates uh super seven released the images for ultimates wave wave 11 which i'm assuming are all going to be 60 bucks uh there have they made some changes some some welcome changes mm-hmm. uh what we have in this the, this collection of figures is a foot soldier that has been battle damaged and also has the head of that. What was the foot soldier with a name in it? Oh, I can't remember his name. I can't either. But yeah, he's he's his head is included in this new foot soldier. Uh, also, uh, rapper Mike, who is wearing a wife beater. I'm sorry, tank top. Uh, Ninja Nomad Leonardo, who has a trash can as a samurai hat. Rat King, who has had a complete face redesign, um, and also a body re like makeover, like he looks so much better than he did. Uh, and I yeah. guess just for for you know posterity, they're including his old head as well, the you know quiet riot rock star head. Because <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> good call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alpha One. Alpha, Alpha One. one that's I his believe name. Was yes. the. Uh... Foot soldiers are revolting. Yes, Alpha One. So it, it, he's he's not the default head, but he this is in essence a damaged Alpha One head. So yeah. or Alpha One figure, which is cool. Um, what, so how, what do you think? I mean, again, like you know, I mean, I think they look great. I love the battle damage, uh, um, foot. I think that's really really cool. Um, Rat King just looks disgusting, like he's supposed to look. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm trying to think of who he looks like. Um, he kind of looks like a, a a a drugged up version of like 
the redheaded bully kid from uh wasn't there a redhead yeah there was a redhead bully kid in the christmas story i think so yeah right yeah it's been a while since i've i've, I've seen it but yeah <laughs> to me he, he he looks like a a zombified uh arnold schwarzenegger but it, it, he looks way better than he did. So no complaints on, on the Rad King. I don't yeah. understand this Mike and this Leo. I, I just, I don't. Uh, Super 7's thing is always, you know, has been let's recreate the, the Playmates figures. Obviously, they're running into trouble doing that now. And yeah. now they're having to kind of just make stuff up. And I don't know. I, I I'm okay with it. It's, you know, make it interesting, unique. Um, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they're gonna you know maybe surprise us with. But yeah, 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 like you just rehash, you know, do a higher quality you know version of what was released in the 80s, and yeah, you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> playmates calling seven, Super Seven out and being like, "Quit making stuff better than ours." is really bad. Like it makes playmates look worse than it does super seven. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, cause if they do a, a mini Krang, uh, in the Android body, I'm going to go nuts. I still don't have the, uh, loyal subjects version. Uh, I need to go ahead and snag that. Didn't they announce uh, a Krang Android body? Or did they? Yeah, yeah, the, the one that's like styled after like Japanese. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I meant like, I meant like, I meant like the you know because they made a a, a a small size version. Well, yeah, but again, they can't just do copies anymore. So yeah, I don't. I guess I I don't know this 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 foot soldier is dangerously close. So yeah, well, maybe they maybe they came to some sort of agreement. Who knows? I mean. It'd be cool. Yeah. Like I'm probably gonna get the uh, uh, the ginormous one. Let's on pre-order. Yeah, yeah. The cyborg full color version. It literally looks just like the one that's on my shelf. Hmm. Let's move on to our next news topic. Um, <laughs> Funko's at it again. Are they? Oh boy, are they. Do you want to go with the cool news or the weird news? Let's go with uh let's go with weird. Alright, so I, I don't know if you have popped your head into like a, a Walmart during the holidays and seen the toy section uh, populated with like Christmas themed Marvel pops. No or Christmas themed Star Wars pops, well, they exist. They're out there. Like if, like if, if, if you want to decorate your house with, you know, all your Christmas decorations and then throw a Yodo in a Christmas hat, pop next to your tree, Funko has your back, right? Well, in that vein, for Ninja Turtles, they didn't, they aren't doing Christmas or they're not doing Halloween. They're not doing the big, like the, 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 the big holidays. They're doing Easter. That's, Hmm. That's yeah. uh there's a little late to that uh to that deal. Yeah, yeah. It, they're they're doing Funko Pop figures, like new molds, which I'm 
very impressed at their new molds <laughs> that look like turtles as chocolatey Easter bunny turtles. They're not bunnies, but they're like chocolate Easter turtles. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they come half unwrapped and a big bite taken out of their head. See, no, just come on. Like, this is just, I think this is kind of taking it a little too far. Like, we don't need this. <laughs> this is useless. Jeff, they're all useless. I mean, look, there's no, some, none of like, them I, have an actual use. I mean, I've got a crap ton of pops, and I'm more than likely going to be scaling all that down and selling a ton of them. Um, and just keeping what I really, really want because I went a little crazy. But. <laughs> I wouldn't buy these. I'm totally going to buy these. Yeah, I know you would. Yeah, these are my hyper kind of dumb that I like. Like, this yeah. is real stupid. <laughs> and most importantly, it's like big budget finding a Walmart stupid. You know? Yeah. It's, if you find something dumb at like a big lots that just didn't sell because no one wanted it, that's fine. Whatever. But to find these in in the collectibles department during a season at a Walmart is hilarious. So I'm I'm really looking forward to picking these up. Mm. Well, more power to your pocketbook. Yeah, it and the thing about pops is they're not expensive. It's easy yeah. to say, that's dumb. I'll pay twelve bucks. You know? You can't really do that with a a Super Seven or a NECA figure. You know, it's like, oh, that's real dumb. Here's sixty dollars. It's like, whoa, slow down. Yeah, uh, this the all of the places that I've seen reporting this as coming soon only are showing Donnie and Mikey. Yeah, I don't know if that means the other two are not going to happen or if they're going to be some sort of retailer exclusive. That's what they've done in the past. So I guess if we learn that, we will announce it. Yeah. The other pop news is the cool pop news. Cool pop. And that is. We are getting a Dark Leo Funko Pop based on the IDW comic. Yeah. And this little dude looks dope. He really does. Yeah, it's 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 part of their their pop comics line, which I didn't even know existed. Uh, it has only 38 figures in it. So I guess they just decided this was going to be a thing. Um it is a previews exclusive, so that means you can get it from local comic shops. You can get it from Big Bad. You can get it from Entertainment Earth. Uh, you're probably not going to see it at a Walmart or Target. Yeah. Because those are, you know, big box retailers. But he shouldn't be hard to find. I think you can pre-order him right now on Big Bad. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, he looks really, really good. Makes me wonder if they're if they're flirting with doing other IDW uh, Turtles characters. If they were to do other characters, what what uh, IDW s exclusive characters would you want to see? Alapex. That is the, that is the right answer. Yep, Alapex. That's there, there's there's no question. <laughs> That's the one that I want the most. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'd like I'd like an old Hob. Yeah. And a yeah. uh, and a nobody, because because angels nobody is really cool. It would be really cool is the uh, the crab guy 
with the uh, Herman? Dump, the dumpster <laughs> uh, shell. That would be kind of cool. How do you even do that? I mean, do you make the do, do you make the dumpster shell really small and then his little crab head really big? No, they could do it. They've made some big Funko Pops. Um, uh, they 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 could do it. They could do yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. But huh. Alapex is the one that I want the most because that's the right answer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to take this last piece of news? Uh, now, do, do you do you even know what it is? Because I don't know if I even gave it to you. No, I don't think you did. Uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Movie has been nominated for Best Animated Special at the 2023 Children Emmys. Didn't know they were giving Emmys out to children. <laughs> 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 what? Like I've heard of the like I've heard of the Emmys obviously and I've heard of the daytime Emmys which I don't know the difference because there are totally nighttime shows in the daytime Emmys. Uh how exactly is this nominated for best animated special when it's a movie? That's a good question. I don't I don't have those answers. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I it deserves it, so no complaints here. Uh, it's up against Looney Tunes, Bugs. Let's see, Bugs Bunny's Howl Howlo Scream Spooktacular. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's Gosh, on HBO. Need... It's it's on Max. Oh man, well no wonder I don't have Max. Uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That Moon I have seen. That's pretty good show. Um, Reindeer in here. It's a CBS special, apparently. Snoopy presents Lucy's School. It's an Apple TV Plus exclusive, and The Wonderful Summer of Mickey Mouse on Disney Plus. Hmm. I'm not Hope saying that. it's a shoe in to win, but that would be that would be nice. I guarantee you, it has better animation than all those. More than likely, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. They're just making is that is that's a Marvel property? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty. I've watched a couple episodes here and there. I'm like, this is actually really really good. Hmm. I love the art style, the music, just the vibe. It's it, it's a lot of fun. And she's got a dinosaur. <laughs> Why Freaking is it a Devil love, Dinosaur? I don't know. I just I love dinosaurs. This is fun. Okay. All right. I, I I hope it loses, but oh uh, well. I hope yeah. it loses to Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's it for news. I, I wish we had more. I don't wish we had more. I'm kind of glad we're we're the the, the the year is coming to an end, and we can finally say, Whoo, before you know the big ramp up in 2024. Mm. Now's the time where people are starting to put together all of their um uh, their uh you know, end of the year lists with, uh, with all of that out of the way, let's, let's take our break. And we're back. Oh yeah. Good. Nice little, little stretch there. Um, yeah. before we get to our main topic, uh, I'd like to give a very special shout out to one of our listeners 
who reached out to us uh, via our our Facebook page. Twelve-year-old little micro dude named Wes, and he didn't just send us a message; he did a drawing. Drawing? A drawing. Now that's a that's a. I'm not making fun of the drawing. That when I say that, the drawing. The tone or the accent that I had was from Saturday Night Live. From it's old sketch. Anyway, if even you remember that, his name's Simon and he does drawings. Anyway, uh, it's it's a reference that Wes will definitely get. I he definitely won't because <laughs> <laughs> that it was it was more than twelve years ago. Um. Anyway, probably one of the coolest things. Uh, that we've received while doing this podcast. Uh, there's a lot going on in this drawing, and uh, he managed to put uh, me and Sergio uh, in the picture. It's it's definitely one of the, one of the coolest things uh, that we've seen, you know. And and it and it still doesn't register with me that like that that we have a fan base because again, it just like, Hey, just two dudes farting around talking about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and it, it, it really, it really warms my heart that we are able to make an impact on all of our listeners lives, whether it be a distraction from a bad day or, you know, on your commute to work, uh, what, whatever you're doing, whatever you're, you know, going through and stuff, and we just love to hear from you guys. And just stuff like this is just so cool. Um, and so Wes, thank you so much for reaching out to us and fantastic art. Keep it up, buddy. Uh, um, and we hope you continue to uh, enjoy uh, the podcast. There's a lot more to come next year. Absolutely, and 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 shout out. Wes, you included a tiny little Renette in there. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Like the, the more you look at it, the more cares. Like, oh look, there's Bebop. Oh look, there's Leatherhead. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. So okay, all right. Well, let's let's uh let's get to the main topic, huh? All right. I'm, wait, that was way too much energy. Well, yeah, Jeff, are you ready to, to uh I, get to our main topic today? I'm ready, Sergio. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what is what is that main topic? We are diving into the last eight episodes of season four of 2K3. That's right. Uh, these episodes aired in 2006. Yeah. 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 It makes me feel very old. Eh. This is a really long time ago. It did, yeah, yeah, it did, but I remember it very vividly, like them them being released and me watching them, you know, like the same week. Like, it doesn't seem like a distant memory, like uh, watching the original '87 cartoon does. Yeah, it's it's a bit it's a much more tangible memory, which I guess makes me feel very old. Um, but yeah, we watched episodes four nineteen through four twenty six. And the, it pretty much rolls directly into the Ninja Tribunal season, which we will have a lot to say about that once the next time we talk about 2K3, because that was a if you weren't there to watch it at the time, like 
to 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 read the news stories as they were unfolding. There was a lot going on with Ninja Turtles at that time. Yeah. And and then the future of the 2K3 cartoon was really up in the air. Like, what are we going to do? So I can't wait to talk about those. That's not what we're talking about today, though. Right. We're talking about these episodes. Uh, Jeff, what do you think of these eight? Eight-ish? Nine-ish? These episodes. <laughs> Made me all warm and fuzzy. Just Saturday morning goodness. Like... I don't want to say times 10. Like we saw that, like the transition of the buy toys, buy toys, buy toys, buy toys shows, you know, when we got to like, you know, X-Men nineties and Batman, the animated series, um, you know, uh, nineties Spider-Man and, and, and so on. And this just kind of can definitely continued that, um, you know, when the of course this came out, you know, much later than those than those other series. Um but man, these episodes the, these episodes just cook. Like it just just made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I didn't dislike any of these episodes. But I don't feel like they're like it not a single one of these would I consider a strong episode. Maybe maybe one there there might be one where I'm like you know what that's a great episode but the rest of them it almost felt like the show running in place hmm. you know just we're gonna churn these episodes out they'll be the tone that you expect they'll have a story that matters but doesn't matter much that wraps up and then throws us into the next season but I it I was just not compelled by much of any of it um hmm. and. Overall, I don't feel like it had this th- th- these these eight episodes. I just don't feel like they had the same charm as the earlier seasons did. Hmm. Uh, it seemed much more by the numbers, much more opening scene, action, very little comedy, more action, more action. They were very action heavy. You know, yeah. the story beats would be thrown in there to switch scenes to throw another action scene at you and. While, you know, there's value in all of that, uh, again, these aren't bad episodes. I, it's just rewatching them, I was not excited. See, I was exactly the opposite. Yeah. Um, but. Because, like, I didn't I didn't sit there every Saturday and watch every single episode. Um, which is a shame because, I, you know, I, I, I definitely should have. Um, but, you know, a lot of these I caught on uh on the dvd releases when they came out um so i try to get i don't know if i got every single one i need to go back and check and look and make sure it's, it's good. if i can form the turtles on, on with the spines i was like oh i got them all oh, i'm missing i'm missing Raphael's right eye i'm like oh great i gotta go i uh that I uh yeah I have I have all of those those old DVD releases. I can form all four of the turtles with my DVDs. But some of them are in black cases, some of them are in green cases, which like really bugs me, but that's a that's a problem for another day. Yeah. I mean, you can probably find custom green cases just to make them all match. Or I can find the cheapest one of these and just buy it four times to replace the black cases. I mean, either way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. 
I, I don't know if it, it, if it's me just growing tired of the setup, or maybe I just I have zero love for the Ninja Tr- Tribunal stuff and all of the build up to it. Just reminds me that oh that's where we're going. Um, but let's 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 actually talk about the individual episodes because uh, there's a couple in here that are based on a comic. There is one that I feel is a lot deeper than the others, and I don't know. Here we go. Let's let's just let's just let's go. Uh, the first one that we watched was Insane in the Membrane, and this one's very much about uh, Baxter Stockman. So. The mutant outbreak continues to spread throughout the sewers and subway tunnels while the turtles try to contain the threat. Uh, Back at Area 51, Baxter Stockman prepares a new body for cerebral... Cerebral? Cerebral? Yeah. Cerebral transfer, despite warnings from Agent Bishop. When Stockman's body begins to show signs of rejection, he becomes delirious, which leads to a rampage against the person he believes to have caused all his problems, April O'Neil. In the end, uh, April, uh, or seeing April as his mother uh, due to his delusions. Stockman sacrifices himself by being drowned in the East River while uh, handing her to the Turtles and Casey. It is, uh, this is the one that I feel like is deeper than the rest of them. Uh, it deals with a lot of the emotional trauma in Stockman's life and how that kind of grafted itself on the rest of his, his like neuroses and his need for power, but also his, his inherent like, uh, cowardice. This episode's great. What did you think? This man, this is, I don't want to say this is like Batman, the animated series dark, because I don't think they ever went kind of like this dark, unless you think about, I mean, there was some nasty stuff in this episode, but like the that's true, like one of the darkest episodes I could think of was the two face one where he literally got his, you saw him like get blown up. Hmm. Like in, in this one, Baxter's finger melts off. And then so does so does other large chunks of his his flesh. So, yeah, it's it's got some some wonderful visuals. It's it's definitely now something that like I I can't believe made it on the air. Now it wait it didn't air on television originally, did it? Well, actually, it says it did not air on four kids in the U.S. Oh. I'm on the um, yeah. I'm looking at the uh, the Turtlepedia. You're right. The Turtlepedia fandom page with the purple background and some stuff. I see. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah. That's odd. This other page, the Wikipedia page says it aired February 25th, 2006, which isn't even close to right. I don't think. Hmm. This one says not aired in the U.S. on March 4th. Yeah, it says it then originally aired in 2015 on Nicktoons. And it, that that ended up being the uh, official U.S. debut of it. Sorry, I'm reading over all this stuff. No, that's fine. Yeah, so so look at look at that. I'm learning things on this episode. Yeah. Um, I thought it aired, but it, it like it makes sense because it, it, it they were bought by then 
they were bought by Viacom and Viacom was running a marathon of season four. And instead of skipping over the, the originally canceled episode or skipped episode, they just aired it like they weren't even paying attention, which, which is literally the definition of the company. It's like, Oh yeah, hit play. No one's, no one's watching this anyway. Just hit play. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I love, yeah, I loved this episode. This, this is the strongest of the, of the eight in my mind. Um, but maybe, maybe I'm a little biased because of how much I like Baxter Stockman and how much I like this version of Baxter. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very psychological. Yeah. And I feel like the turtles are kind of even, they're not even, the, the main character is Baxter Stockman. Yeah. You know, the, the, the turtles are just kind of support, the, the supporting cast here. And uh, I dig that, too. We need more episodes like this or more projects like this, you know, uh, it's, it's getting get, kind of getting behind. It, it felt like a one shot, you know, like a one shot comic where you're like, hey, here's why old Hob is why the way he is, you know. Yeah, I dig it. Anything else yeah. you got? What else you got? Um, I, I kind of feel that, like, if this hadn't if this episode hadn't been made. I'm glad that it did, but it's like if it hadn't been made, they probably would not have, you know, uh, watered down the rest of it. Is this you trying to throw a fast forward under the bus? I mean, is is that what you're doing right now? I mean, it, it's 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 not a surprise to anyone that, you know, a lot of people are not a fan or, or it's not. It's no surprise to anyone that a lot of people aren't fans of that season. <laughs> I loved that season. <laughs> really? I really did. I, yeah, oh, but we're not talking about well. that today. Yeah, uh, well. But, but I get it. Like, between this and the, the canceled episode, which was called what? Um, Nightmares Recycled. Like, bet- between the, these two, I'm sure someone at Four Kids was like, calm down. Make this a kid's show. And so that's why yeah. they went to the future, you know? Yeah. Um, you you might be onto something. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it watering down. I would say just it finding a new direction. Yeah. I mean, we we all know that Peter Peter Laird was not happy, um, about the change. But again, that's we'll save that for later. Um. Yeah. See, like you like pie. I like pie. fast forward. You know, we can be our own people. Uh, it's are, it's been a while since I've watched it, so let's let's wait. Let's uh, <laughs> reserve judgment. I'll eat pie while I'm I'm podcasting and, and watching, so we'll we'll do that. Uh, do you want to move on to four uh, twenty? Uh, or do you have nuggets? No, there's not really any nuggets other than Mikey saying zoinks. I guess that counts. I mean, it's a it's it's a nugget. Yeah. Yeah. There's just not a lot going on. Hmm. Well, next up is Return of Savanti, which this was a two two episode arc. Uh I'm going to read the synopsis for just the whole thing. Uh, Savanti Romero plots his revenge against the turtles and Renette after they have him banished to the Cretaceous period. 
Using his magic to manipulate time, Romero lures the turtles and Renette into a trap to obtain the time scepter. Having been sent to the past, the turtles and Renette's uh, uh, let's see, battle with Savanti Romero and his te- telepathically controlled dinosaurs as Savanti attempts to change the historic timeline by preventing the dinosaur extinction event. So, this one I kind of like because it is a uh, an almost direct adaptation of the last issue of Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, like the it is it is a very very it's a very close adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a very close adaptation of that book. Um, so even down to the 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 big uh, dinosaur bone spire thing that he builds, and I it's really good. Like it's 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 really good, but again, it's good because of the comic, not good on its own. You know, right. Um, Renette is exactly as you would expect her to be. Savanti is exactly as you would expect him to be. Uh, what, what, what'd you think? Look, there, it's no secret that I love dinosaurs. I, it's, it's, you know, there's, there's so many kids that grew up dinosaurs and just loving them. And, you know, uh, unlike the other three turtles, I would Donatello, I love going to museums and I went to the one in Texas and dude, that place was just amazing. Like there was everything you could possibly think of, uh, dinosaur related. And I was just in heaven. And so that was like the first like big, like museum experience that I had. Um, but you know, seeing the turtles in, you know, uh, more costumes and, uh, in this, uh, it, just in the museum going around. And then of course, you know, getting, teleported back and just and I was like, you know, this is this is time travel. This is not gonna go well. Something's gonna something's gonna screw up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Mikey, don't 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 feed that dinosaur munchies. <laughs> That's literally one of my favorite <laughs> moments. I was like, oh it's great, 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 great Zog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, the wildest part of this whole uh, episode, like or of this two episode arc, is in the end they actually adapt the the three months later. Like they spend three months in the Cretaceous, just hanging yeah. out with Renee, catching fish and eating until they find the fish with the scepter in its belly. Like it's wild that that made it into the episode. It's very very cool. They're like, if if I were reading this comic and they were asking me, so what what would you keep? What would you leave? What you know? What would you get rid of? The first thing on my list would be that, not because yeah. there's anything wrong with it. It just it doesn't translate to television as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I it was it was a really good ad- adaptation. I'm actually sc- I'm scrolling through the book right now, and there's some stuff that's almost like like the the bones forming into Savanti's face in the museum. Yeah. Directly from the book. It was such a cool, uh, scene. I really, I really like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, you have any nuggets? Um, not really. Um, 
Yeah, you know, nothing, nothing really that that stood out. I just like, right. oh, as of course Mikey makes it. Mikey makes a new friend with junk food, <laughs> <laughs> or I should say, with the help of junk food. Yeah, and and at the end, Mikey was was like, I know we need to leave, but bro, we just caught this fish. <laughs> Aren't we gonna yeah. eat it? Yeah. Like this was this was the, both of these were just really funny. I'm thinking I'm like, does this really need to be two episodes? I was like, no, it's fine. Um, and kind of getting to see more of where Renette comes from, just a little bit, you know, and like the whole backstory with with uh, Savanti, yeah, um, was really cool. Um, but of course, you know, whenever Renette's involved, you know, it's gonna be trouble. <laughs> things are yeah. not gonna go well. Yeah, and and it's and it's nice that there there wasn't the the ultimate uh, Deus Ex Machina of Lord Simultaneous showing up and being like Renette. Yeah, you know, yeah. at least that they were able to get out of this all on their own and not need to be saved by a third party. Yeah, it was kind of nice to see that progression. Um, but I, I just, I'm trying to remember if she shows up again. She does not. That's a shame. Well, she is one of my favorite characters. I, you know what? I might be wrong. She, I think she might be at the at the wedding. Oh yeah. Mm, no, there's actually a. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she, she, yeah, she comes back. But this is the last time in this season she comes back. So. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes uh, in the first uh, first part episode is Fonty riding a T Rex. It was just really freaking cool. <laughs> I love that. Well, let's move on to, turns out, episode 100. Yeah. Yeah, uh, episode 422. When the power goes out in their lair, the turtles and Splinter gather around the candlelight as Leo tells a story he learned from the Ancient One about Splinter's sensei, Hamato Yoshi. And that is the the extent of the the description there. Uh, I'm going to put this one as a solid number two when it comes to quality. Uh, of of these episodes, we get a giant helping of Hamato Yoshi in this episode, and I, there's actually some some I'm not going to say retconning, but there's some some retelling of some classic turtles story here mm-hmm. and classic turtles history. Like since the turtles are like exist it, since the 2k3 turtles exist in a world where the shredder is a neutrum yeah the inherent connection to splinter is not there and i guess i just forgot that was the case yeah because when i was watching this i was like doesn't this create plot holes but then i got to thinking no it doesn't um Hamato Yoshi is still, of course, Splinter Sensei, who, you know, was in Japan. He was not part of the Foot Clan. He was a guardian, which is, of course, established in this episode. And it wasn't uh, Saki who was his his foe. It was some other... What was the other guy's name? Oh. Um, I, can, uh, I should have written it down. Let me find it. Uh, Yukio Mashimi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, instead of Saki being a thing, it was Yukio Mashimi 
basically playing the role of Saki as his his friend, you know, his best friend and turned rival, uh, who also fell in love with Tang Shin, and in this one he actually murders Tang Shin. Like so many things are just similar enough to old school turtle stories that you see the the connective tissue, but there's enough different to make it fit perfectly in the timeline of the 2K3 show. Uh, this one did some pretty good back backflips to fit into the narrative they've built. Uh, and that's where this one shines. Yeah. What'd you think? I really enjoyed this one, uh, a lot. And, you know, in, in, with each each iteration, you know they'll they'll change stuff up, and you know um, I kind of didn't like it not being Saki, but again, that would be impossible with how they set everything up. You know, I, I get them, you know, doing something a little different uh, mm-hmm. with with the shredder this this time around. Um. But it still would have been nice to have it like be 100%, you know, from the comics. But again, like I, it had been a long time since I watched this episode and I was like, oh, snap, he totally did kill her. I was like, again, on kids TV. I was like, you don't, (laughs) that kind of stuff, like in, in, in like from the beginning, at least over here up until you know whatever you didn't see characters die on television in in kids entertainment yeah uh i do want to issue a correction it's not only not only is uh his character yukio's character uh mirroring saki but also roku nagi oh yeah yeah the the oft forgotten roku nagi yeah like that that guy that guy um, that guy honestly th- had the season ended on this episode i feel like i would have a much better opinion of the whole season yeah, yeah. Uh, because i've literally got no i got nothing for the next four episodes uh at least at least nothing super positive to say like they're all just very middling to me uh yeah. this one th- honestly had you told me this was the series finale and they just capped it at a hundred episodes, I feel like this would have been a poetic ending. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that's what I wanted them to do, but you know, options. Right. Right. Um, um, you know, it, it had a lot of the familiar tropes that like your typical, um, you know, Kung Fu films have, you know, two people or, you know, in love with the same person, you know, so that, that definitely, you know, stems, you know, from that. Cause I watched a lot of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, it, it's very interesting to see that the ancient one, you know, being there and I'm like, Oh, well there's that connection, you know? Um, I was like, how old is this guy? Um, it's, it's pretty old. He's um, ancient, man. Yeah. It's right there in the name. Yeah. Um there's a lot of nods uh to uh Bruce Lee, uh mainly the tracksuits uh you're in the from Game of Death uh that 
uh, Yoshi is wearing. Um, like probably the most iconic tracksuit ever. <laughs> uh, they used it yeah. in, or you you would be familiar with uh, Kill Bill. Yes, I don't like Kill Bill. I'm not surprised. Yeah, there there's there's only half a movie spread across two entire movies. Yeah. 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 Technically impressive. Not good. Um, eh. I, I think the boldest move here in this, in this episode is making Hamato Yoshi a guardian rather than a member of the foot clan. Yeah. I think that was pretty cool. I, I actually really like that twist. Yeah. It, it really, it, it, it plugs, the modern story they're telling into the ancient Japan story really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like the, uh, when, when they did a similar episode like this in the Nickelodeon show, it did very much the same thing. Yeah. It, it glued the past to the future in a way that reframed stuff, but didn't deviate from the story they were telling. So that I, that's all I have for this episode. What about you? Mm, yeah, that, that's that that's pretty pretty much it. Um, it's it's a really good episode. I like this one a lot. All right. Next up is Adventures in Turtle Sitting. The turtles continue to deal with the seemingly unstoppable mutant outbreak, but they leave Donatello under the care of April and Casey when he becomes very ill. However. Donnie's illness is not just a cold, he's in the final stages of a secondary mutant uh, mutation that will transform him, transform him into a savage beast uh, to which the other turtles and Leatherhead must work together to capture. Meanwhile, Bishop recovers Stockman's brain from the bottom of the East River and resurrects Stockman, giving him the half-monster, half-cyborg body. Giving him the half... What? I guess that I guess that's how you would describe that body. Mm-hmm. Basically, a a, a a a robot framework with the with his brainstem kind of wrapped around it. Isn't the first time he was made into just a brain? Uh, a lot happens in this one. I don't understand why it had to be a turtle sitting episode. I feel like I mean... it. The, the, the April and Casey-ness of this episode was very shoehorned into the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 clearly a take on Adventures of Babysitting. Yeah. But gone horribly wrong. But did it have to be, though? Like, it didn't I mean, really have to be. Yeah, and why is April decked out in biker gear? Because she's trying to impress uh, Casey. I guess I just didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't. That makes sense because he dressed all nice to impress her and then she dressed all rowdy to impress him. Yeah. Real dumb. That's I, it's kind of a, it's kind of a charming moment. I think it's kind of cool. Like, oh, I sold my like hair to buy. I, I sold my hair to buy you this and you sold your comb to do this. What's that story? Yeah. <laughs> no, that doesn't apply here. They just want to they just want to like. <laughs> They want to relate to each other, and I, I think that's 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 commendable. He's wanting to do something to impress her, and she's wanting to do something to impress him. It's like I want to do something you want to do. I want to do something you want to do. You know, that's yeah. cool. 
It's relationship stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why why isn't Donnie just left with Splinter? That's a very good question. <laughs> like, Splinter's his dad. He can't just hang out with his dad? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it just, the, again, the whole April and Casey thing seems superfluous in this episode, especially when there is so much other story to tell. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. It's it is fine. I'm sure this was very confusing to watch if you had not seen the insane in the membrane episode. Um, because if the insane in the membrane episode oh, yeah. never aired. And then suddenly Baxter is a brain on a robot. Yeah. And they're referencing him dying in the East East River. Yeah. So I, I guess th- that's kind of unavoidable once you've pr- produced all of these episodes that are supposed to air back to back to back. But having the hindsight of seeing all of these in order, I kind of hate that he brought Baxter back. Yeah, I mean... It, he just won't stay dead. He won't stay. He's too good of a character to keep him dead. I get that. And adding yet another, <laughs> another iteration of what he looks like to the list is always fun. But the poetry in the end of, you know, in, in his death in the previous episode is now completely neutered, you know? Yeah. There, there's there's no teeth to that episode if you just reveal a month later, oh, we just fished him out of the river. Well, I mean, look, you know, the monster and the villain and the bad guys, they never they never stay dead. I know. You know, most of the time. I mean, look how many times Jason came back from the dead. That's right. Yeah, I know. You know, he even went to space. <laughs> he, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Uh, tell me this: Did they did they recast Leatherhead? It sounds like they did. Let, let's let's look this up because I, his voice was horrid in these later episodes. It was not. It was not as good. Oh, look at that! I'm right. They did. I look at me. I'm not a voice guy, but he was voiced by F. B. Owens in seasons two through three, and Gary Lewis in seasons four through Back to the Sewer. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but I could tell there there definitely was a difference. Yeah. I did not like New Leatherhead's voice. Yeah. Uh, I liked his inclusion. I feel like him being there made Baxter being there even less important, especially considering what happens four episodes from now or three more episodes from now or two episodes from now. Yeah, like he's a genius. Why do you need Baxter Stockman? Especially when yeah. he's the one who fixes it two episodes from now. Yeah, like... F.B. Owens just had that just great commanding presence with his voice. I mean, he was Traximus, too. Yeah. Um, ah, just cool dude. You know, not, not you know, knocking uh, Gary Lewis... Uh, but I was just like, I was like, wait a minute. It, it, that really threw me. I was like, I remember Leatherhead sounding way different. Mm-hmm. It was, it was very, very noticeable, even though he's only in a few episodes, you know? Yeah. Uh, what else you got for t- adventures in turtle sitting? 
there's not a lot that's going on in this uh, episode. Um, well, there's a lot going on, but most of it is action sequence. Yeah, like I really, I really, I kind of felt like the mutant roundup could have lasted longer. Like they should have like been focusing on that, and it could have been like some like giant building threat. You know, and of course, you know, you sell some toys. I'm pretty sure they made toys out of these mutant hunters. Maybe, um, a, maybe some. Yeah. Like again, I, I, you know, it's it's it it's hard to. Uh, I don't say it's, it's hard to track down. I mean, yeah, we could have looked it up, but like you know, hey, just fly uh, by the seat of our pants. Let's see. Let's see. Actually, actually. I have a list of all of the 2006 action figures, and there's Paleo Patrol uh, Turtles, which obviously line up with the Savanti episode. There is Shell Kickers Turtles. No, those those are not. Those actually have like ninja action feet. Um, I do not see any that would qualify in yeah at all does not look like no does not look like they made them uh but technically the robo hunter no good androids go bad no but they, they could have done that <laughs> robo hunter figures that literally looks like that would have been a part of that oh that would have been so cool yeah, they, like there were some cool figures in like the 2005 era, 2005 2006 era, but I, I guess they just couldn't get them lined up to to match the episodes that were coming out. There's yeah. mo- well, here we go. Wait a minute, Monster Trappers. They don't look the same. Hmm. And it was released a year before the episode was. Interesting. What else you got for Adventures in Turtle City? Um. You want to talk about the savage beast that is Donatello? <laughs> that was that was really cool. Like so, a lot of this reminds me of the Red Sky season when they're the turtles' mutations. Of course, it was all four of them. All their mutations kind of they kept mutating into mm-hmm. these weird giant Hulk guys, and of course, it got really weird. I was like, why are they shooting laser beams from their hands? What is going on? And that's a conversation for another podcast. But this was more like. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Wait, say that very last thing again. This is very, this was very kind of like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, like, you know, monster transformation. True. Except yeah, there was no back and forth. Right. But like, you know, just mainly just saying, you know, oh, there was a, a transform transformation into a monster. Yeah, the, the the first time I saw this, it it reminded me of a an arc in Volume Four where Raphael changes into a very similar looking turtle, and I wonder if it was before. I think it was before this too. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yes, it was actually. It was about a year, possibly longer before. Or, or even farther before this episode. So it's, it's possible they took a little bit of the design cue from that as well. 
but it also, as you said, does kind of remind me of, of uh, the, the Red Sky stuff. I'm not super familiar with the Red, Red Sky stuff. So, yeah, it, it, again, all of these series kind of look at each other and, and, and do and while still doing their own thing. So that's cool. Yeah. Now, uh, the the Adventures in Turtle Sitting was also uh, used in the 87 cartoon. Like the name? Yeah. So when the tur- when the turtles got turned into kids. Oh, have we, I've, I don't think we've watched that episode yet, have we? I think we did. I don't remember that, but I'm old, as we, you know, I mean, established. There's a lot to keep up with, so, (laughs) you know, yeah, this one, this one was fun. I I enjoyed this one. Uh, It's, it's kind of a trope that gets used, you know, uh, here and there, Um you know, something happens to, you know, somebody's friend or somebody's brother or, or you know, family member, whatever. And they use, they use that a lot. They're like, I don't want to fight you. Like, well, you're not going to have any choice because this is all beast mode. <laughs> Donnie got crunked in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And there was little sign that he was even in there. Yeah. And that was, I think that was like, like probably the scariest part. Because like in, in in other media, at least you can kind of reach a reason uh, with you know uh, whoever's been transformed into whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not always the case. Um, but he was just straight up all business. Nope. Yep. Yep. Well, speaking of Donnie being all business, let's talk about good genes. Good genes. This is a yet another two-parter. Um, Episodes 424 and 425, uh, when it is apparent that Donnie's secondary mutation is causing his body to degenerate, the Turtles and Leatherhead agree they must go directly to Agent Bishop's headquarters to determine a cure, to demand a cure. Uh, this scenario proves to be fortuitous as Bishop offers to help the Turtles if they retrieve an ancient piece of technology from the foot known as the Heart of Tengu. The Turtles agree uh, to Bishop's offer, but the retrieval of the heart turns out to be the groundwork for a plan that even Bishop doesn't understand. So here is where they really start doing the groundwork for the Ninja Tribunal season. Because isn't this the episode where Karai is revealed to be, you know, still have control of the foot mystics? Isn't one of these two, right? I, it's the second episode. The second episode. So Good Genes Part 2? Yeah. Okay. Well, th- I, yeah, this th- that was the synopsis for both of the Good Genes episodes. Yeah. Uh, the cool part of this is that Bishop was tricked, which isn't something that happens often. Yeah. I don't understand... Maybe we'll just need to watch the next season, but what was that the ghost thing that just appeared to Bishop? And he's like, hey, do me a favor, Bishop, man. Oh, no, no, no. You got to do it right. He's like, hey, dude, I need you to do me a solid. What's that? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> he's like, I'm Bishop. I don't do solids. <laughs> Only liquids for me. <laughs> All the baby food. (laughs) 
uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I don't like this so much, but the turtles have a helicopter now conveniently from an episode that never aired and they used it to fly to area 51, which had already been established as agent Bishop's like, you know, headquarters, why it has to be in area 51. Who knows? He spends a lot of time in New York. It could have just been on like Long Island somewhere, but okay, sure. Let's fly all the way across the country to demand this dude. Tell us, you know, how to fix our brother only to immediately fly back to New York and handle some stuff in New York for Bishop. It, it, it just seemed way out of the way. And, you know, gas, it's not cheap for a helicopter. <laughs> which means, which means, okay, all right, okay. Which means Leatherhead was mutated in New York, transported to Area 51 by Bishop, tested on by Bishop, and then transported back to New York by Bishop? It's all in the government's time. And then, yeah, it, it just... No, taxpayer's dime, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all the ta- taxpayer's dime. It's, it's, it's just, why does it have to be in Area 51? I mean, why not? It, it, like, it makes it seem a, significantly more illogical, but whatever. And, and again, it's something that shouldn't bother me, but oh man, it does. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I again, I don't have much for these episodes at all. I, I'm not a huge fan of of uh, Donnie being mutated. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of them trusting Bishop and Baxter to do anything but lie to them. And then I also don't like that. As soon as the turtles went back to New York, Baxter was like, "Ha ha, we were lying." Nah, you know, like. If 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 there is a giant scary leatherhead in front of you, don't tell him it's all a lie while his friends are risking their lives to perform this task. It's not yeah. like he can't reach out to them. Logically, that didn't make any sense for you, Baxter. Yeah, and 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 then and then leatherhead ends up making like in like creating the 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 the, uh, the thing that separates the you know the 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 new the new mutation away from don like again baxter is useless here yeah i mean he's going off baxter's notes but of course he's smarter than baxter and yeah, if he, he, <laughs> he has all his pieces he has all of his pieces he's smarter than Bax, baxter baxter being there creates plot problems he's also very mouthy which also creates more plot problems I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, what about you? I, I've talked a lot. You have talked a lot. You get uh, yeah. Bring it down. Sue Hyper. Bring it down. Try it. Try it. Sorry. Well, AS, well, ASMR. Shall how, how? What did you think, Jeff? <laughs> Again, I I really liked it. You know, like these. I'm I just really enjoyed all of these episodes. Um, I'm a I'm a nut for you know, monster stuff. Um, do we ever get an explanation why Bishop looks like he just, you know, came out of tech wars or just some kind of, <laughs> you mean, you mean Tron Bishop, Yeah, Tron Bishop or, or Tron Bishop. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, what's up with the, uh, what's up with the outfit, dude? I don't, uh, I don't know if we got an, an official 
reason for it. Um, There's like from standard men in black attire to, eh, I'm I'm going I'm going all crazy tonight. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm all I, dressed up, all fancy. I don't know. I I think we could just kind of chalk it up to Bishop always wanting to be at the you know peak peak physique peak the the best he can be you know. I mean, he looks like the Terminator. Well, almost. It looks great though. Like I love I love the design. It was like, dude, you're indoors. You don't have to wear sunglasses at night. <laughs> that's your, that's your complaint. Maybe he just yeah. has transition lenses and it's really bright inside. I mean, maybe <laughs> <laughs> using them alien technology. Maybe he's very light sensitive. Yeah, that is a thing. So, huh? What 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 all what all you got for good genes before we move on? Let's see, uh, let's check here. Not a lot. It's not 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 anything for this one. I mean, it's just it's it's just very, you know, cut and dry story. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah. We uh we need this guy to help us that we really don't like, and it's another familiar trope that happens in uh, a lot of media. Yeah, and and conveniently that guy who needs to help us was visited by. A, a, a ghost man who at, told him to get a MacGuffin from the Foot Clan. It, it's 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 just needlessly serpentine of a story in places that again leads into a leads into a bigger story that I care none nothing for. So let's let's finish the season off. How about we do that? Yeah. With episode four twenty six Ninja Tri- Ninja Tribunal. Still recovering uh, from Donnie's second mutation, he feels cooped up inside the new lair. To help him out, the turtles decide to take Don topside to get some much-needed air. Uh, The turtles are then ambushed and captured by masked wooden warriors. Uh, The turtles arrive before the Ninja Tribunal, four beings with a great resemblance to the Shredder. Along with four other warriors, uh, the Tribunal entreats? Entreats the group, okay, uh, for aid against a greater evil. So the turtles are ambushed and basically taken prisoner and taken to the Ninja Tribunal. Uh, the whole th- right before this, the Ancient One shows up to Splinter and he's all like, "Oh no, I'm too late. They're already gone." Ah, and it bugs me to no end that the Ninja Tribunal look like the Shredder. Yeah. Like they could have just had them be presented as what we see them later on mm-hmm. and just not have done that. I will give you that. I I thought that was I'm like, why why are y'all doing this? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it it it's it seemed like a like a like a real cheap ploy to be like, You're gonna watch season five, right? We have shredders. More shredders than we had before. Nope. <laughs> and like the ninja tribunal threatening the uh the eight combatants with you know we're going to hurt we're going to we're, we're going to hurt your loved ones if you don't fight to the death here and then all eight of them being like all eight of them calling their bluff yeah yeah it it, it just seemed real 
I was kind of disappointed this wasn't a an, another adventure in the uh, Battle Nexus because that that would have been that would have been cool. Kind of what it felt like when they all got there, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, before we get any deeper, I forgot to mention, mm-hmm. and from the the two Good Genes episodes, there was uh, a missed opportunity for Leonardo, and and in the line delivery since they have a new vehicle. I was like, dude, why did you just not say get to the chopper? Ugh. Just come on. Oh, uh, no. Just come no, on. No, 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 Come no. on, Sergio. You get to get to the chopper. No, no, come no. Come now. No. Uh, I don't. That's not a missed opportunity. That is some. That's that. That's the writers knowing what they're doing. Come on. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, I honestly had. I feel like the season should have ended at the end of good genes part two, you know, the, the, the little amulet thing disappears. Nice cliffhanger. This, this one, the, the cliffhanger was basically non-existent. It was, we need your help with a greater evil and then credits. It's like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like I they did... were, they ran out of time to tell the story they wanted to. And they just threw credits on the screen. Yeah. I mean, I really did like the um the the tribunal like the test warriors what are they what are those guys called oh like the wooden dudes i'm just gonna call them shaolin wooden men i mean that's (laughs) that's movie that's a good movie so um but that whole sequence of them like when uh they're fighting the turtles and they're like you know like oh you drop you know you're you only have one sword now here's your sword i'm like that that was kind of cool and then my favorite exchange of course is between mikey showing off his nunchuck skills i'm like and that's 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 90s movie reference right there and this mm-hmm. episode was written by christopher yost so Ooh, i love a fellow oh, chucker huh yeah i love his writing he's he's really good he wrote a bunch of these yeah yeah he listen he wrote the savanti one he wrote outbreak he yeah it's like basically every fifth episode this season he wrote yeah so that's cool yeah i i I got nothing man i mean imagine watching this when it aired and then all of a sudden you get nothing on tv (laughs) (laughs) yeah like like, it's on such a a nothing note it's seriously just in the future right what's happening yeah, it's it was really a the end of the episode was quite the wet fart. Yeah, it, it really was. Uh, and then you're absolutely right. Like they end this on a cliffhanger where the where the turtles are kidnapped. And the very next episode that airs on television, wasn't that a didn't didn't it go to fast forward at that point? Yeah. So like. Season four was uh, 05 to 06. Mm-hmm. And then season five didn't even didn't even air uh, until 2008. Yeah. Until after fast forward. Yeah. Oh, man. So it was like, oh, you know, that cliffhanger we left you on. We're, we're just going to go into the future. Like, let's we're not even going to bother wrapping that up. And then yeah. they do end up wrapping it up. It's yeah, it's. 
wild. But we'll talk again. We'll talk a lot more about that when we when we go through the Ninja Tribunal stuff. Yeah. Uh, that unless you have nuggets for this episode, we're we're done. I mean, I I liked this episode kind of overall. Like I love Yost's writing, and he mm-hmm. he handles a lot of stuff really well. Um. When when the, when the turtles and when they're on the boat and they meet the other acolytes and they're like we're ninjas and turtles ninja turtles like oh come on this is the first time you guys have actually said it because <laughs> <laughs> all throughout the eighty seven cartoon we're teenage mutant ninja turtles like you don't have to say the whole thing we don't ninjas no need turtles don't have to say the whole thing just <laughs> just, just don't you don't have to. Yeah, huh? That's that's the one thing that just drives me nuts when people talk about turtles. I was like, you, we know you're you're doing a video or whatever on Ninja Turtles. You don't have to say they're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles every single time. Yeah, say it the first time. Yeah, and you're good. And, and the turtles, then, I'm like, and, we know and, what you're talking about. The ninjas, we know what you're talking about. You can say turtles, you can say TMNT, you can say Ninja Turtles, but you don't have to say it every single time. <laughs> Thank you. We actually agree on something. It, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Um, but yeah, this, this has a, the, the tribunal episode has very much a, um, uh, let me see, hang on, a very much a enter the dragon feel to it where they're, mm-hmm. you know, champions are in a boat, they're going off to an Island, you know, that's kind of like one of the most iconic martial arts films of all time that just inspired so much, inspired more combat one of the things that's inspired more combat, um, or at least the movie, the first movie, you know, um, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, the multiple shredders thing that just kind of, it did kind of get on my nerves. Yep. But other than that, you know, I, I really, I really enjoy the episode. I, I like, you know, this, it very much feels like this could have been this should have been the first episode of season five. Yes, it should have. So I, I will give you that. And it should have ended with good jeans uh, part two. Mm-hmm. But I guess they had to round it out at 26 episodes. So, yeah, I mean, they literally could have put this on that box set and let it be that. But, you know, out of places where. But, hey, you guys watching uh at home can watch however you want that's yes however you want uh i do want to throw in a side note that i just learned um not about that episode but about one of the previous ones episode 100 the tale of master yoshi was written by steve murphy Ooh. Mm mm-hmm hot dog yeah uh steve murphy also known as dean claren who was, of course, uh, a, a Mirage staffer back in the day, and he wrote the, uh, you know, a bu- the majority of the Adventures series. So, very cool. Yeah, he 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 did a few he did a few two K three episodes. So that's cool. Nice. Well, uh, all right, Jeff. Well, if that does it for our main topic, what's next? Next time on Shellheads. Ooh, next time on Shellheads, yeah. it's going to be a character spotlight. Ooh. Yeah. And 
I don't know which character. I I know we kind of left Bishop sitting on the table there uh, when we canceled the Bishop episode. Is yeah, is that what you but, is that who you want to do, or do you want to hit another uh, uh, animal? Uh, mm, uh, I don't know. It's not going to be Ace Duck. <sighs> Dang it! See, I'm yep, going to have my day. Um, there, there's that. That is a softball. I will not let you hit. Did we do slash yet? You, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. You're the one that has a spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> I don't have access to the spreadsheet. You do have access to the spreadsheet. I sent it to you. Oh, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> only let it be a surprise. You want to let it be a surprise? Okay. Yeah, so okay. let it be a surprise. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't have to study up for a character spotlight, so yeah. why not? Uh, <clears throat> well, I guess that does it, Jeff. And next time will be episode 130, uh, but, but before then, what are you going to be up to this holiday season? Uh, well, I'm going to be uh, doing stuff at Warp Zone uh, Arcade, uh, Brandon, Mississippi's premier arcade. We offer a wide variety of games to play, uh, from retro to modern, um, and we do retro game restoration. Uh, we've got uh, you know Neo Geo, which is always a, a, a good time. Uh, multiple different games uh, in that classic arcade goodness. Uh, we also live stream uh, pretty much every week. Um, and for those of you who would like to. Uh, follow us um i'm sure sergio can include all those links and stuff uh and show notes and whatever but we're on twitch we're on instagram we're on threads uh and we're on facebook so if you're not following us please do so um and reach out and uh, you know i'm i'm posting all the time so there's games that you guys like that you enjoy and you know post about it we'll talk about it we'll probably go do some ninja turtle stuff here soon um a lot of a lot of good stuff coming up, uh, so please follow all of our content. And if you're in the area, we'd love to have you come game with us. Uh, where where can we find you during the holidays, Sergio? Uh, Besides, you know, being being Scrooge all over town. That's pretty much it. I'm I'm going. I'm quitting that's my job and and starting Scrooging full time. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven Scrooging. Three sixty five. Do you want to hear something really stupid and funny? Mm-hmm. You, had, you, you during your little spiel there, you mentioned Sergio one time, but you kind of stuttered and said sit, sit. And I was thinking, oh no, I'm 40 years old and I've never ever made the connection of Sue Sue Sergio like the oh, Bill wow. Collins song, Sue nice. Sergio. Nice. Now you're gonna have to do that on a keyboard and everything. I will never do that again. That is the last time that's gonna happen. I'll make sure to bring that up every episode. <laughs> uh, well, Jeff, yeah, I don't, I'm not really up to much right now. It is the holiday season, so I'm raising children and trying to stay warm. Yeah. No, give it, give it, give it a day or two, and then the uh, the heat will be back. <laughs> That's true. It's, it is Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Two is a great game, by the way. It's fantastic. Oh yes, absolutely yes. fantastic. Wonderful. Uh, well, Jeff, I thank you for joining me today, and I thank all of our listeners. Uh, feel free to reach out to us on one of our socials. We have a Facebook uh, at Shellheads Podcast there, and also a an Instagram 
uh, at Shellheads Podcast there as well. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Yeah, and so you and if you guys follow me on uh, a Twitch, y'all can hang out with me on Twitch, uh, and we'll answer some turtles questions. Sergio doesn't do that, but I will. So <laughs> maybe I'll you, maybe I'll convince ha- him uh, one day to to join. If you have turtles questions that you would like to send via text, send them to the Instagram. Sergio does answer yeah. turtles questions. Yeah. He just doesn't play video games online. That's right. He's a loner. Yeah, he is. Uh, okay. Well, uh, okay. Uh, we, we, have, we have to take this. Let me crack the knuckles. Pull it back. Stretch the back. Uh, downward dog. Thank you for listening to episode 129 of the Shellheads podcast. I've been your host, Sergio. With me is Jeff. This is not how we end these things. What am I doing? No, it's not. Next episode. And now, stay tuned for Hearts of Space. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Episode 29 of the Shellheads podcast. I'm Sergio. I'm Twilight Zone. <laughs> Do it right. <laughs> I forget the name of the guy from Twilight Zone. For, for for our purposes here, his name's Jeff. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sergio. My name's Jeff. <laughs> and we're showing it. Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.